0: You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer Show, home to Michael K. Show trivia champion, Gordon Damer. There we go. All right, that's a whole lot there, Whole bunch on tap for today. I don't got time for these distractions, Brian. We got a lot of stuff to run down. Uh, Wednesday edition, we're one day away from actual baseball. A phrase most thought they would not hear in their lifetime. Yes, actual baseball Starts tomorrow, but on the slate for today, we'll look ahead to the baseball season a little bit, and what could stop the Yankees? I heard a lot over the last few days, predictions, nothing. Basically, the the point of view of nothing can stop the Yankees. Whoa, what the hell? Are people talking about? Don't be trying to jinx the Yankees. To be clear, I have very high expectations for both the Mets and the Yankees, and I will hit on the reasons why. But and I have hit on the reasons why. But there are reasons, there are possibilities that are not far-fetched on why that might not happen. In case you've not been paying attention, the season is going to be 60 games. The beauty of baseball is the long haul, right? Every single day, the cream rises to the top and a whole bunch of cliches that people use all the time. But it's true. Over the course of six months, you get to find out generally who the best baseball team, and now you're going to find that over basically two months. So Major League Baseball, a day from restarting, the NBA is a week away, and it turns out this uh, is is a big development in the bubble. Turns out Dwight Howard is an idiot. So we got to get to that. We have our poll question today that we'll get to. I think it was our highest vote total ever yesterday. Aaron Judge taking on all comers and, and trouncing them all. I love the voters. I love the audience. I love the listeners. And in the words of Michael Scott, how do you tell someone you love, I told you so. Yes, Aaron Judge, despite what you might hear on other shows on this station, Aaron Judge is the biggest star currently in New York sports. We proved it Monday. We proved it Tuesday. Because this is you. I mean, this is the voting public, right? This is the power of the crowd. You have deemed him that way. So I will prove it to you for those. And look, in this day and age, it's not about facts anymore. It's just about how you feel about things for a lot of people, right? Like you can give them all the facts, this thing, that thing, and they'll still say, man, it doesn't feel right to me. And they'll, I will do my best for one final time to prove it to you. But today is Wednesday, so we have headlines. We've got Moment of Inspiration. And today, I am very excited about Moment of Inspiration. I have, I think this might be my favorite one in quite some time. Is that enough for you over the course of one hour? Well, don't worry. We probably won't get to it all anyway. It's only an hour. And oh, yeah, the number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. Uh, I'm on Twitter, on Instagram. You'll ignore it again, at Gordon Damer, despite my beautiful content. Uh, okay, baseball season. We're going to... We've, we've mentioned this, everybody's mentioned it. It's going to be unlike anything we've uh, ever seen before, right? 60 games. And the Yankees and the Mets, not to the same degree, but the Yankees are an incredibly strong team, an incredibly deep team, right? If you're looking at what 60 games means and health being the biggest factor this season, right? That's the, the, the real thing that could derail any team, even the Dodgers, even the Yankees, health. So if if health is the greatest concern or the biggest factor this year, you'd have to think that depth is the most important way to deal with that, right? If you if you get a guy, not just injuries, but obviously the virus could uh, play a part there as well. The Yankees are incredibly deep. Maybe only the Dodgers are deeper, and that's maybe. And it's not just the big names, obviously Judge and Stanton and Anduhar and Sanchez and Garrett Cole and, and Tanaka – you just look at even the, 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 the other guys trying to find them at bats. Clint Frazier, right? This is the year where Clint Frazier, the Yankees have to do something to find this guy some representative at bats. It can't just be he plays once a week. And it's going to be very difficult to do with Hicks back and Judge healthy and Stanton healthy and, and uh, trying to get uh, maybe Andujar some spots in the outfield, trying to find a way to get his bat in the lineup because he's so great. It's going to be very hard for Clint Frazier. To, to find at-bats. And then you have Mike Tokman, You know, Mike Tokman, you know, the non-Yankee fan. Well, Mike Tauchman, you don't have to. Mike Tauchman had an OPS last year of 865. That's essentially Michael Conforto. So, yeah, you do have to find the guy some at-bats. And not just as a defensive replacement. Brett Gardner, the bullpen. So there's lots of re- – uh, yeah, obviously when you look at this baseball season, it could be 60 games, it could be 600 games. The Yankees are going to be a very strong factor. They're a very talented team, a very deep team. And last year, I believe their worst stretch of games over 60 games was something like 37 and 23. I might be off on that by just a little bit. But, and that's with all the injuries. That's without Garrett Cole. So there's no reason to think that the Yankees won't be a very strong team this year. And I get it. Like, if you're doing a season preview, you're going to talk about the Yankees. You're going to talk about the Dodgers. You're going to talk about another few teams. And the fact that it's a strange season could open up the door. Expanded playoffs, expanded rosters could open up the door for some other teams. And once you get into the playoffs, assuming that they take place and, and, and the virus has not shut everything down, you, it's it's possibility that some strange team that we're not talking about, one of the top teams, has a possibility of making a run. And, and who knows what happens, right? That's the, the, the beauty of the, the short series in Major League Baseball, which is generally decided, at least over the, the course of the season, by 162. But I've heard way too many people make it out like nothing could possibly go wrong. Nothing could go wrong? I get it. It's going to be a weird season. The, the, the number of games, the dopey runner-on-second-base thing, which they've wanted for a while and won't really solve anything, but they use this season to get it in there and hope that it sticks. The expanded rosters. But as I said, baseball's power is in the long haul. Weird things are going to pop up. Everybody kind of knows this. Everybody kind of expects it. But on the other side, they'll say, well, you know, Dodgers unbeatable, Yankees unbeatable. How, how are you talking about unbeatable? Well, the first way the Yankees could be beatable, how about just a continuation of what happened last year? You know, the feeling is, well, they can't be any more injured than they were last year. Well, what if it's just the same? What if, outside of the fluky things that happen, they just have a bunch of players who cannot stay healthy over a baseball season if it's 162 or if it's 60? You know, Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton are not exactly Cal Ripken, Lou Gehrig, and some other guy who played every day. I don't know. Uh, Steve Garvey. I don't know. So that's one way, right, that the Yankees could be beatable, right? We're already talking about a season where outliers are probably going to be a, a bigger factor than in, in a normal season. And you have a team that at least in the, you're not really asking for anything out of the ordinary, when last year was a prime example, right? Sanchez always seems to go down with some sort of leg injury. Judges had his things, which, I mean, it doesn't, they're, they're real injuries. And it's not that you, you can, you know, it's not like he's got a bad back or something like that, or a troublesome knee, or he's had surgery on this thing and that thing. But it, he guy has not been, I mean, he's missed over 100 games over the last two years. That's, that's a factor, especially when you're talking about 60 games. If he misses two or three weeks with something, and with the way the Yankees, uh, their history of of judging these things, it always seems like, right, he's only going to be gone a day. He might not even miss a day. Oh, you know, we're just holding him out as a precaution. And then it's two weeks, and then it's a whole lot longer than that. So I would say that the first thing is just a continuation of what happened last year. Oh, but Gordon, they, they won all those games last year. They still made the playoffs last year. And they didn't have Garrett Cole. Well... If I were to draw up a worst-case scenario for the Yankees, all I would have to do, if the first move I would make, if you're looking for ways the Yankees could possibly be beaten, is if something were to happen to Garrett Cole. That would be a major, major problem. You'd have to say Garrett Cole is the Yankees' most indispensable player. They don't have anybody on the roster that can replicate him now I don't think over even a 60 game season with, with starters making what 11 or 12 starts now he's been incredibly durable over the last what three years but he is coming off a season where he threw the most innings in his career I'm not saying that I expect it to happen but it would not be unheard of if a pitcher came down with a sore arm and with only 60 games that would play a, a major factor the other thing that I think that people are I guess they are kind of giving it enough credit. Because people have brought up that this team should be pretty good this year, right? Like, once you get past the Dodgers and the Yankees, the next conversation generally is taking place. Well, the Astros are in there, certainly. Some other teams are in there. But the Rays, there's probably no team that is going to benefit more from the conditions surrounding this season than Tampa Bay. Expanded rosters, more relievers, you'd think less offense, There's no organization that's more open to change outside of the box thinking than the Rays, who, oh yeah, by the way, might just have the top three rotation in baseball. Morton Snell-Glass now is pretty good. So that's another thing that could be a major factor, right? Yankees are going to be playing the Rays a bunch of times. Rays are really, really good. Now, I can't think that you know if everything's equal, there's no way that the Rays should be beating the Yankees more than the Yankees are beating the Rays just based on talent. But, again, it's going, if we all admit that it's going to be a weird season, I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility that the Rays could be a major, major factor in the American League East. And, oh, yeah, I guess the third thing would be <laughs> there just so happens to be a pandemic going around. Yankees have already been impacted, right? They're not going to have Chapman for opening day. Lemayhew, he's back, but whether or not he plays opening day or not still is a little bit up in the air. But nobody has any idea how this will play out. Will it be a factor? Will the season be carried out? Nobody knows so I mean every year people react to the first month of the baseball season, right and they bring up ridiculous points and based on you know this very very short sample size and they try to project that as being what will be the course over the- uh, the case over the course of the season. Things that have no way of happening. This guy, oh, this guy's leading the league in home runs, or this guy's doing this. No way of happening. And I always say, every baseball season is like people have never seen a baseball season before. Well, this year, those lunatics might actually be right. Because this year, after the first month of the season, the season is half over one 800 espn one 800 3776 So that's the Yankee points and how the Yankees could be derailed. I don't think you have to have a, a, as as many points about the Mets. But just to point out the Mets, because I always get, oh, you're only talking about the a. I think the Mets should be a playoff team this year. They should be a major factor in the National League East. And if they won the National League East, uh, I, I would not be surprised at all. There's four teams, all the analytical models – kind of favor the Mets, not that they favor, they, they favor the Nationals overall, but they have the Mets pretty much right there with them. I think it's primarily based on their lineup, and I've given you the reasons their lineup should be excellent this year. You know, Cespedes, the DH really, really helps them, opens up another slot. I guess the holes for the Mets are, are pretty obvious, and I think that they get more attention than maybe what the strengths of the team are, because they do have a lot of strength, and again, they should be a playoff team this year. The starting pitching after DeGrom and Stroman could be an issue, and the bullpen, right? If we're talking about the bullpen going to be a major factor for every team this year because of the short sample size, the Mets' bullpen last year, there's no other way to put it, was an absolute disaster. So those are the two major factors of of why, if you're you're drawing up the worst-case scenario for the Mets, you don't even have to have an injury to DeGrom which could just as easily happen as any I mean, anybody can come down with a sore arm. He's been incredibly durable, but that doesn't necessarily mean he'll continue to be durable. And in fact, with the amount of innings guys throw, I think the longer you go without an injury, I think the chances of you suffering an injury kind of increase. But DeGrom and Stroman, I think, are good. Uh, But after that, there's no other way to put it. If the Mets are going to be good, Steven Matz has to have a good season. You'd have to say Steven Matz, has been a pretty big disappointment, right? When he came up, you looked at him and you thought to yourself, "Wow, Mets are going to have another big time. Maybe not an ace, maybe not the best pitcher on the staff, clearly, but he's going to be at worst a, a solid number 3, maybe a number 2. There's no other way to put it. He has been since he came up and he had that, you know, that that one season. He has been a disappointment. The last 3 years he has been a major disappointment. And he can look amazing at times, but he has never really put it together. And he needs to put it together. I mean, he's gonna he's twenty-nine years old. He is not I think we still think of Stephen Matz as some young kid. He's twenty-nine. So that's a major factor for them. They need him to be good. And the bullpen has to be better than it was the last year. There's no other way to put it. You know, it has potential to be really good. The names Diaz, Batansis, Familia, Lugo, I think Gasellman's hurt, but Gisellman in there as well. You know, you'll probably have a, a, a guy or two that you don't expect to perform better than, than uh, what's predicted. That bullpen has the, at least the names, have the potential to be really good. I guess it really kind of comes down to Diaz. Diaz can't, cl- clearly can't be as bad as he was last year if the Mets are going to be good. And he has shown in the past, at least he has the ability, whether or not he's able to translate that this year, that could go a long way of whether or not the Mets are, are a good team, a playoff contender or not. Dwight Howard has chimed in from the NBA bubble. I know you have all been thinking to yourself, wondering, hoping, praying, that you would get some thoughts from Dwight Howard from the NBA bubble. And after hearing and and reading his uh, comments, perhaps he should be moved to the NBA's rubber room. Because Howard has been caught repeatedly not wearing a mask on campus in the bubble uh, and during an Instagram live session, said that uh, he does not believe in vaccines. Hmm, interesting. And the the video that I saw, I think the title was something along the lines of Dwight Howard's thoughts on vaccines. And I thought to myself, well, if that title there doesn't tell you you don't need to watch this video, I, I don't know what else. But for, for the audience, I put myself through it. And uh, I regret it, but I did it for you. Well, this just in, we have uh, breaking news. Dwight Howard is an idiot. That's the news. There you go. I checked my sources. Triple sourced. Dwight Howard does not believe in vaccines. Well, good, uh, Dwight. Here's the thing. Uh, Vaccines don't believe in you either. How about that? And among the things he said about not wearing the mask on uh, campus, quote, listen to this quote. Think about saying this out loud. Not with your inside voice. You know, we all have things that we think sometimes, and maybe we shouldn't use the out, just use it on the inside and keep it on the inside. But no, Dwight not only shared it out loud, did it on social media. Thank God. Quote, I didn't know that the coronavirus could be floating, or uh, excuse me, could be flying around through the air looking for people. I didn't know the coronavirus could be flying around through the air. Well, Dwight, breaking news, it does. That's what it does. That's what it's there, yes. Moisture droplets in your breath. Droplets from someone who's coughing or sneezing or even just talking. Could just be a few feet away. And I could see, I mean, how... Look, in fairness to Dwight, I could see how you could miss it. It's not like it's been the number one story for like five months. Hey, have you heard about this thing? It's called coronavirus. No. What's that? And he also believes that he, uh, or also added, he does not believe in vaccines. Well, more so than any barometer that is available to the public. Saying you don't believe in vaccines proves You're dumb. There you go. More so than an IQ test or this thing or that thing, saying out loud, you know what, I don't believe in science. Oh, you're an idiot. Oh, I got it now. Thank you. As if LeBron didn't have enough to worry about keeping track of J.R. Smith inside the bubble. Now he's got to deal with this numbskull, too. Uh, It's not also, it's not a bubble. I mean, we refer to it as a bubble, We refer to it that way, but people are coming in and out. That's the deal. So if the virus ever does get in, Dwight, it could uh, devastate the season. But look, it's a tough call, right? Like, who do you trust? Scientists, medical professionals, experts, epidemiologists, or Dwight Howard? Could go either way, really. Could go either way. All right, speaking of going either way, we got the poll question for today. Very happy. I always like a poll question we can unveil. That's always fun to me. I like unveiling the poll question. So one final time, because of the, the amount of interest in the poll question, the fact that our little show, this little one-hour show, I guess you call it, it made it all the way to the, to the pinnacle, to the top, to the number one show, the Michael K. show. I feel like it, for the, the audience, who was, you know, some aspects unhappy, with the choices that I made yesterday, right? You only have the four slots. I can't put ten people up there at once. We got to do it one final time. The biggest sports star in New York right now is... Do we have some unveiling music, Brian? Oh, there we go. The same old music that we always had. All right. It's familiar. It gives people a, a very familiar... Thing. All right. Obviously, the first entry to the battle royale what is it called the royal rumble you would think i would know this the royal Rumble. all right so the first contestant in the royal rumble day two is aaron judge aaron judge all right so we knew that right he's the he's the defending champion monday we asked you said yes gordon you keep asking us the same question we keep saying yes i know but look until baseball gets back we're gonna run it i can't run it on friday so Aaron Judge, first contestant. All right. Do the countdown, Brian. Do we have the countdown? What a lame countdown. <laughs> K-Show would have this big sounding horns and, and, and clocks and a little beep, beep. we got a truck backing up. Our next contestant, I guess this is the one that most people brought up yesterday. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, he is in the Battle Royale. Him and his big thighs. He's ready to roll. Our next contestant for the biggest sports star. Oh, my God. Who could it be? Who is it? Oh, my goodness. His head is so big, I was worried he would not be able to make it into the arena. But it is jet safety Jamal Adams. He's here. He's ready to roll. The Prez. (laughs) Team wins seven games every year. He's calling himself the Prez. All right, here's Jamal Adams. Number three. So Aaron Judge, Saquon Barkley, Jamal Adams. Who could be the next? This is, we're talking about the biggest sports star in New York. Aaron Judge. Oh, my God. Who could Who is it? Who is that? Who is that? He's come out from behind the curtain. It is... Artemi Panarin! Oh my god, I I would never have expected this! Artemi Panarin, mainly because I had to Google how to spell Artemi Panarin. Does he have an ad with Panera Bread? I feel like that would just be a natural fit. So there you go. Your four options for today. People very upset that I did not include a hockey player. So uh, it happened. It happened. It happened. Yes. I have included a hockey player in the poll question. It will probably tank as a result. People will see Artemi Panera and say, why are there soccer players in the poll question? I'm sorry. Matt Barzell. You were not uh, included today. I I only have the four slots. Capo Caco. I'm sorry. Not for you. This is not your level of stardom as of yet. Maybe a few years down the road. Henrik Lundqvist. You're like the third goaltender on a team. I mean, I can't. You can't be the number one star. Maybe a few years ago, clearly number one star. But those. This is the final one. I don't think we can have any other names. Although I'm sure people will bring up some. This guy plays on NYCFC. I don't even have a reference. I don't even have a name that I can throw out there as a joke. So obviously, it can't be the the biggest sports star. But there you go. Your four options for today. It is the poll question. It's up on Twitter. It's at Gordon Damer, Aaron Judge, Saquon Barkley, Jamal Adams, and Artemi Panarin. Your four options for the biggest sports star in New York. Now, Judge able to take down all comers yesterday. And I am a little concerned of maybe poll fatigue. People saw how easily Aaron Judge won yesterday, and they'll think, ah, Aaron Judge is just going to, well, I don't need to vote. No, you got to vote for him. The last thing we need is the hockey fan having Artemi Panarin be the— and look, he's a phenomenal player. Nobody's taking anything away from him. But this is not—again, this is not about who's the most accomplished star in town or who's had the best career so far. This is about the biggest star. It's open to interpretation. I gave you the reasons why it's Aaron Judge. But it's up to the voters. They, They have the final call. So you can vote on the poll question. It's up on Twitter. It is at Gordon Damer. All right. It is Wednesday. You know what that means. It's headlines. We got to do it coming up. I got a, oh my God. Florida man has been out of his ever loving mind. And what is Florida man known for? Being out of his ever loving mind. And this has been a good week for him. Well, it's not been a good week for other people, but for Florida man, he has been uh, taking charge and taking names or something. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> player bases to nowhere to put him and you got to come in and challenge him and throw on the inside or outside corner all the time to get guys out his ball has such life we saw it right there he hits another batter all right so uh that the, the play-by-play not exactly uh yes level there not exactly sny level there but no yesterday i don't know if people saw the video i'm sure you did if you were on twitter yesterday the Astros taking on the Royals and it was Altuve getting hit with a pitch, Springer getting hit with a pitch and Bregman getting hit with a pitch. So the shame tour of 2020 for the Astros and having to deal with the uh, the cheating the proof of cheating that has taken place. Great to see. It's fantastic. I was so happy, you know, because one of the things with this big long break in the season only being 60 games, it and no fans, obviously no fans in the stands, it kind of felt like the Astros were going to get this, uh, this this, kind of this free pass this year of having to deal with their crimes, right? Baseball didn't do anything to, oh yeah, the manager got fired, the manager will be back in 60 games, The the former GM... It seems like he's a bit of a jerk, but based on the success that he's had in his career, wouldn't be surprised if he's back before too long. Some organization will especially ones that want to uh, you know count pennies and and, and look to save money and, and still produce. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's back too, before too long. But the players who got off scot-free. So here are the Astros now having to deal with the uh, ramifications of their cheating. So Altuve and Bregman and Springer. I guess Correa got to pass just. I would think if there was going to be one guy who is going to be hit the most, it's got to be, it's gotta be uh, Bregman. Bregman just has a face that you just want. He just has that. You know, some people just have a face. Some people say, I have that face sometimes. So I know what I'm talking about. But I would think that if, if one guy was going to get hit more than anyone, it would be, for me, I, I guess I would rank them Bregman. Altuve Correa Springer. Now well, maybe Correa second. Correa's got a, he's got a bit of a, a, a bit of a face too. But definitely Bre- Bregman would be, if I only had one ball to throw and had to hit one guy, it would absolutely be Bregman. I don't even think that that one's close. And Altuve, keep in mind, Altuve's the guy who cheated Judge out of an MVP. New York sports, sports king, uh, Aaron Judge. That is our poll question, which is up for today. It's on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. Hopefully we do uh, similar numbers to yesterday. And look, I've done all I can do. You can only have four spots on Twitter in a poll question. So I've given you the next level down of of sports stars in this town. And we'll see if any of them match up. There have been plenty of cries for Saquon Barkley. He's up there today. Plenty of cries for Jamal Adams. He's up there today. And even cries for Artemi Panarin, who is up there today. So I give you the option. I give you the choice. And again, it's not about who's the best player or who's had the best career. It's about who's the biggest star. And it's pretty clear at this point. I mean, I can give you all the proof. If you want to avoid the proof, that's on you. I can't do anything. I can't convince you. All I can give you are the facts. And if you choose to accept them, fantastic. We can be on the same side. We can have an agreement. And if you choose to ignore them, well, that's on you too. Clearly, if you were talking about who's had the best career, I would think you'd probably have to say Kevin Durant, right? He has been an MVP. He has won championships. Now, he hasn't played a single game here. I think that's a big flaw. And he's also playing on a team that is a complete afterthought in this town, in the the Brooklyn Nets. But he's had a fantastic career. Jacob deGrom's had a fantastic career. But I don't think that that, any—that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about who's the biggest star in this town right now. If you're out someplace and one of these people shows up, people react to them. People know them. Not even the diehard sports fan. And I think Aaron Judge is that guy, the slugging, home run hitting right fielder for the New York Yankees. I get that he has not played that many games, but you talk about— Commercial. I mean, the guy's in every commercial. His jersey has been the number one seller, I think, every single year since he's been in the league. So uh, I think that Aaron Judge clearly the number one star. And I'll just say about the, the uh, I don't, I, I'm going to cross off Panera because he uh, is not, I mean, I get that hockey fans think that hockey is the number one sport. It's not. It's the same thing that happened with the movie poll when you bring up a uh, slapshot. They think that slapshot is the number one. It's not. It's a, it's a niche. It's a niche. It's a, it's a, it's a cult thing more so than it is that it's, it's, it's your thing. That's fine. It can be your thing. Enjoy it. Love it. I can understand why you do, even if I don't. I don't hate on it. I just don't. It's not for me. I've tried it. People always say, oh, you just have to give it a chance. I've been giving it a chance for 40 years. Sometimes you just, you know, people that don't like sushi, if they've tried it for 40 years and they still don't like it, it's not for them. So hockey is not for me. So Terry Panarin, I'll leave out. I would say that the other two guys – I mean, how can you make the argument that that Saquon—one of the knocks on judges is that he doesn't play enough. Barkley's played two years, and he missed half of this last year. And he wasn't even the same player last year, even when he came back. So in terms of injury, he's—I mean, has he proven that he's not going to be injury-prone? I don't think it's just about performance. I think Barkley does have a star potential. And when he shows up at places, I'm sure people do go wild. And the fact he's a football player and, and he's in plenty of commercials, that's for sure. And I'm sure his jersey sales. But I think the judge is, is, is clear, hands down, the easy winner. But we'll see how it turns out. I am willing to accept the voice of the people. That's who I am. All right, so it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. And as I said, a lot of stuff to do today. And uh, we're already running out of time. So it is time for headlines. Let's run through them fast, Brian. Today's headlines.
1: Extra, extra.
0: All right. Well, before we get to Florida, man, here are the, uh, the normal headlines. Number one, Harry Styles' quarantine mustache divides fans. Extra, Imagine living extra. in a world where what you have to worry about, a global pandemic, uh, economic uh, disaster, uncertainty left and right. You don't know what the hell's going on. And people are upset about Harry Styles' quarantine mustache. All right, next story, Colombian cartels executing people who break coronavirus lockdown. Well, wouldn't the Colombian cartels probably be doing that anyway, right? I mean, that's what they, I think that that's kind of what, that's their thing. And I know this because I watch uh, Netflix and I watch uh, Narcos. So I'm I'm an expert when it comes to uh, Colombian cartels. All right, next headline.
1: Extra, extra.
0: Woman pees on floor of Verizon store after refusing to wear a mask. Well, look, that's a very natural. Re- Who has not been asked to do something very reasonable and then decided to just pee on the floor? Next headline, Brian. Anyway, extra, Long extra. pause there. There you go. Heat wave continues to rock New York City for third straight day in July. It's hot in July. A hey, heat wave in July. Big news, people. It's hot in July next headline
1: extra extra
0: this newly discovered sea cockroach is the stuff of nightmare I mean really if you had to dis- if you had to pick what's more terrifying to you outer space or the ocean the ocean is terrifying there is stuff down there we have no idea what goes on in there that thing is ter- sea cockroaches I didn't even know they had sea cockroaches that is great oh, you see this thing although people will probably be eating it in a couple of years. All right, speaking of eating.
1: Extra, extra.
0: KFC using animal flesh cells to 3D print chicken meat at Russian lab. You talk extra, about a jam-packed extra. sentence. That has a lot going on, and that's that, it's not that long of a sentence. KFC using animal flesh cells. I don't even know what that is. And those 3D printers, you could tell me 3D printers or anything, and I'd be forced to believe you. I don't know. You hear, you hear stories about 3D printers printing out ears for people. and Russian lab is involved. That is a big, big, uh, that's a big, that's, that is a blockbuster story right there. All right, next headline.
1: Extra, extra.
0: Minneapolis cops defend use of drones. To spy on nude sunbathers. Well, I think the defense is that if we didn't use the drone, we wouldn't need be we wouldn't be able to see the nude sunbathers. That's the that's the excuse, right? I wouldn't be able to see the nude bodies. All right, this week in Florida, man. Oh my goodness! Florida woman arrested for stealing four thousand dollars in orchids. Those are some. That must be a lot of orchids. Is that like pounds of pot? When they had four thousand dollars in orchids. Pregnant Florida woman punched in the face during gender reveal party. Extra, extra. I think you're doing it wrong. I don't you're supposed to punch like the cake or the 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 piñata. You're not supposed to punch people's faces. Louisiana truck stop where Florida woman bit a camel is not showing wildlife anymore.
1: Extra, extra. That's
0: probably a good call. Florida woman calls police after her fridge broke.
1: Extra, extra.
0: That's not what they do. I don't know if you're aware of the 911 system, but. Florida man pulls gun after being asked to wear a mask Extra extra They should set him up with the woman who peed on the floor of the Verizon store Florida man captures video of one shark eating another
1: Extra extra
0: Florida man running for Congress claims Beyonce is not black but an Italian satanist working for George Soros Extra, extra. I knew it uh, Florida policeman captures kangaroo after it was seen hopping through the city streets. I mean,
1: extra, extra. Uh,
0: Florida man gets his sixth DUI this time while uh, driving a lawnmower.
1: Extra, well, there's, extra. Where
0: there's a will, there's a way, people. Uh, and then finally, Florida man arrested, accused of giving girlfriend a wet willy.
1: Extra, extra. Is
0: this not America anymore? You can't give your girlfriend a wet willy. That's against the law. You're upset about being forced to wear a mask. That's really muzzling people, not allowing them to give wet willies wherever they want. All right, that's going to do it for headlines today. Everyone kneel before Zod. That is the only way you can look. I'm looking at the poll question results right now. They are. Uh, it's up. It's on uh, Twitter, at Gordon Damer. And uh, one final time, we're going to try and decide this once and for all, because I am I'm humble. I'm modest, but I'm also uh, willing to accept outside criticism, pointers, all these type of things. I'm very, very uh, multi-talented. And people have, after the uh, unbelievable results yesterday on the poll question uh, of almost 1,200 votes, people brought up, you know what? I don't think it's fair that you didn't have this person involved. I think it's unfair you didn't have that person involved. So I've tried to, of, of the reasonable ones, right? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not, there's not going to be a scenario where we include Matt Barzell. Uh, it's, it's just not going to happen. And I don't think that the person who was even raising that was being serious. It's, it's next to – I don't care who it is. It's almost impossible for a New York Islander to have the biggest sports star in New York. It would really be an indictment of all the other teams. Uh, there's no other way to put it. So we tried to keep the, the ones to, to – a reasonable – Reasonable suggestions, and they are. It's up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. Today's uh, contestants against Aaron Judge, which, I mean, he's just, it's like he's taking on Jose Altuve. He's just picking him up by the neck and just throwing him down. I, I don't know what else to say. I don't, I, look, you can avoid the facts all you want, but they are facts. Uh, Aaron Judge, Saquon Barkley, Jamal Adams, and Artemi Panarin. Artemi Panarin. Artemi Panarin. And I spelled Artemi Panarin correctly which probably is the greatest accomplishment of the show today. So you can vote on the poll question. that's up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. We focused on the Yankees and Mets as we get ready for baseball one day away. Tomorrow, the Yankee season begins, and uh, we focused on some of the, re- you know, the idea that they, that it's inevitable almost that the Yankees win and uh, make the playoff. I, I think that they're a very strong team, as, as I gave you all the reasons of why they are, Obviously, they're a super talented team, super deep team, and if health is the biggest factor this year, teams like the Yankees and Dodgers should be really well set up to overcome any obstacles because they are just so deep. And the Yankees, I think, worst stretch last year was 37-23. and 23. So if you can do that and last year without Cole, with all the injuries, clearly you're going to be a very strong team. I don't like this idea, though, that the Yankees are almost inevitable, that they're going to the playoffs, that they're going to win the division, Sixty games is a really weird season, and things weird things are going to pop up over the course of this year. It's just the way it is. So, all right, let's get some phone calls involved. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN. One 3776 one nine three seven seven six. Let's go out to uh, Greg. Is in East Meadow. Greg, what's going on?
2: Good morning, reigning Michael K. Show trivia champion. Yes. We go. Yeah. Uh, okay, on. Cool. I think I think you you acknowledged either yesterday or the day before that. We're pretty much in lockstep. I agree with you on most things. But the Dwight Howard comment about coronavirus, I'm not going to address the vaccination stupidity, but I will address the coronavirus because it's very clear when you watch the video, which I just did. I hadn't heard about it until you brought it up, so I quickly went and watched the video. Um, He clearly says earlier in the video that he knows when you're around other people, you need to you know, wear the virus. And then When when he again, later, wear the the mask, don't
0: wear the virus, whatever you do, Uh Dwight, don't wear the virus.
2: You see, see, uh, this is why I was so careful the other day about saying slowly reigning champion. Right. So it's early in the morning. So, yes, I misspoke. So he he clearly acknowledges when you're around other people, you need to wear your mask. And then later on in the video at the prompting of I'm assuming it's I don't want to I, you know, I don't know who's prompting him, but they're questioning him about the virus. And he clearly is referenced. They say that when were you not wearing your mask? He goes, I think he says something along the lines of, I think it might have been when I was alone, but I don't know. But he says, I didn't know that the coronavirus was floating in there hunting people. And you know what? He's 100 percent right, because then he goes on to reference people driving alone in their cars. You don't need to wear the mask when you're alone. That's what he's referencing.
0: Come on. Well, so dis- th- that's genuine. not necessarily true. Way. Look, look uh, the so way I read it was literally. that he actually didn't know it was in the air. Uh, and I'll be honest it's, with it, you, I did not watch the entire video no. because it's... It was a, uh, watch the it's video. Bit...
2: Watch the video. And listen, I'm not a Dwight Howard fan. I think he's, he's, you know, at times he can be a little hard to take. But when you watch the video, and, and please invest the time, you will totally realize that. This whole thing is being taken out of context. Listen, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I totally get the coronavirus. I wear my mask constantly, except for when I'm alone. So, I understand the coronavirus. I'm not one of these people who's, you know, a non-believer or thinks it's a hoax or all that other nonsense. But clearly, when you watch the video, this is typical of what the media does. They take things out of context to make a story out of nothing. And watch the video, the whole video, and you will soon realize that he's totally referencing... Hey, the coronavirus is not in the air when you you know when you're the only one around because it's not in the air when you're but, the only one around. But
0: th- that's not, Greg. We don't. I mean, I, look. I know there's been a lot of back and actually, forth. It is,
2: actually, it is true. It's not floating around in the air
0: all. If you no, if you're it's not around floating around in the air phone. all the time. But if somebody was what just there and was ca- was coughing, it's possible the that the the, 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 the droplets, the droplets can still be existing in, in the alone. air when you walk up. He
2: references being alone. That's all I'm saying. So, okay. Guy, well, look, if know, he's if
0: he's, uh, if he's, he's by clear. himself completely, uh, that's fair. And Greg, thanks for the call. Uh, I did not watch the entire video because it, it's a little meandering, and at some point, you know, I, I got other stuff to look at before uh, we do the show. So, but I think the point was, well, I, I don't think that he really understood that that the that you can get it from. It's not just about getting it directly from a person; that it can exist in the air. When you're around other people, or even if you're not, if somebody has been coughing in that area for a period of time and then you walk into the area, even if that person is not there, the way it's understood now. And I get that there's been a lot of confusion. Not wear masks originally was the the thing and now to wear them ma- But it, that is how it operates. Yes, it, do, it does. It does float in the air. The, and it's about wearing the mask to cut down on the droplets from other people as well as from you because there are so many people that are asymptomatic. Uh, Spike is in Jersey. Spike, what's going on, man?
3: Good morning, Michael K. Show, reigning trivia champion. I like that extra word in there. So, So Dwight Howard, to me, was always a guy that the best he presented on and off the court were a great pair of shoulders if you work out. I don't know what he said. I'll have to catch up on it. Did he complain about the virus being in the air?
0: No, he said that he was he was not. I want to get the direct quote. I had it here a, a minute ago. I got to get rid of headlines because we're not doing that anymore. Uh, he said, "What was the direct?" I didn't know it was floating in the air, looking for people, basically looking,
3: looking for people like you know Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, he's a basketball player, and uh, he's uh, he's overrated his whole career, and uh, that's fine. Let him have a good, uh, let him stay healthy, and I hope you stay healthy. Now we got one more day to do this, so we all set.
0: What, with Judge? Yeah, I no, mean, look, yeah, I, I with, think it's with,
3: clear. Yeah, yeah, Judge has got so much appeal. It's unbelievable. He's, he's uh, in the old days, they call him the Jolly Green Giant. I'm sure you remember that name. But he's got everything. He's got the personality. He, he's got a great OBP. He's got a great, uh, what's the other one called that you always refer to? OPS. OPS, yeah. Every, he's a great fielder with a rocket arm. The only thing, he seems to be injury-prone. Some guys get over that quickly. Well, they really do. Let's see. And uh, continued success.
0: Thank you, Twike. Uh, and the quote from Dwight Howard was, I didn't know the coronavirus could be flying around the air looking for people. Well, that is kind of uh, what it does, and that's why the masks are – and look, here's the thing. Nobody knows exactly to what level the mask will – if it's with one person involved, two people involved, a group of people involved. That's the rules. Just follow the rules. The NBA has, do, has gone through all – imagine you're the NBA doing all these different things to make sure that the season can be completed, all these tests, this thing, this protocol, that protocol, and here comes Dwight Howard say, well, you know, I don't feel like wearing the mask. And he has apparently been caught a couple of times not wearing the mask. So that's, to me, somebody who doesn't believe in the mask. And the fact that he doesn't believe in vaccines, while he might say, well, you know, this or that, that's a guy who doesn't get it. So I don't think it's taking it out of context when that's, that's literally what he said. So, But uh, please, vote on the poll. We're also already out of time for today. So please, vote on the poll question. It's up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. Come and, and, and enjoy the fact that Aaron Judge is the, uh, the biggest star currently in New York sports. And here's the thing, and ask yourself this fairly. If you're someone who says that, uh, that, that Judge is not the answer today, can you make the argument that Barkley, Adams, or Panarin are the face of their sport? I don't think you can make a reasonable argument for any of those three. With Aaron Judge, you can make that reasonable argument. But please, vote on the poll question. We'll see you tomorrow starting at 5 a.m. We'll see you tomorrow, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is The Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.